Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The American pastime. That ball is going to be out of here. In real time. Lindor drives it to deep right. Goodbye. A grand slam. Baseball stories, scores, and more. High drive, left field. Going back at the wall. See ya. A home run. Aaron Judge. A moonshot. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches. The Eliminator and the Humiliator to complement his fastball, the Terminator. I heard that. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner. For it must be a Wednesday, as is always a Wednesday here, live from the 1080 The Fan Studios on Odyssey Station. Patrick Harris, Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher Hello. behind the glass. Hello, I am here today, for those of you who are listening to Primetime. I am here. Well, I'm not. I wasn't here. I was What elsewhere. a plot twist. I was I, elsewhere, but now I'm here. I am. I am also here. Yes, but you were not supposed to be here during the day. No. Until now. You know, supposed to is such a relative term. Right. We were actually supposed to be where we were. We were on assignment. Uh, you know, they 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 wine and dine us, rode first class. And we're going to check in on Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch, and you guys are uh, out of the beach having some drinks, huh? Getting loaded. <laughs> That's not, right, Joe. Not technically the beach, but yeah, we were out at the coast, sort of. Riding, uh, riding first class in me in the old truck, the old pickup. Yep. Went out to Tillamook and uh, had a great day. It was. It was a bit, a uh, bit panicky at the beginning, but we got it figured out, ah. and uh, you know it was all good. You panicky. unprofessional bastards. Yeah. Panicky. I was panicky. I was not. Well, you were the one out trying to find the missing piece, and I was sitting there just trying to. <laughs> Take up time while you found whatever it was you were looking yeah, for. Yeah, but I was calm the whole time, and I looked I, at I you. Was, I was pissed. I looked at you, and I said, remember, there's nothing else we can do about this. That's right. You guys it's it's out of our control at this point. You're an embarrassment. You're a disappointment. How dare that happen? 
Well, I just watched Jose Abreu go deep, and I think he's on my bench. So, yes, I'm an embarrassment. Uh, yeah, we were out at Pelican today, out at Tillamook, our good friends Pelican, born at the beach, and uh, doing part two of our three-part series for the Beers on Us podcast. That will release tomorrow. Manana. Um, it was funny, a little behind the scenes. We uh, we weren't sure how we were going to tackle this uh, episode. And uh, because we were out there so... Uh, so shortly ago, I just made that up, and uh, I actually thought it went really well. I, I I'm really I'm really happy with the the finished product. Good, yeah. I uh, I was very happy you were there because you were the beer nerd, and I <laughs> I ran out of like things to ask in the first like two or three questions, and I was like, please, Patrick, please have more questions, and you just died. You dove right into the beer nerd stuff, and I was like, oh, thank God. When I asked, this my, is what the podcast <clears throat> is about. When I asked my third question in a row. Without Mike asking a question or even being like, ooh, I got a question. I was like, all right, I'll just keep this train rolling. <laughs> so is your back okay? You know, you know, I stretched. Uh, you wear, did you strap on the weight belt halfway through to absolutely carry the podcast the rest of the way? You know, uh, you know. I, I made a recovery in the beer of the week <laughs> segment. But uh, Patrick went deep dive onto the specifics of Pilsners, and I and I just let him do it. You know how LeBron James always Thankfully. carries teams, and so he's just he just conditions himself to be ready to carry it. You know that, that that's me. <laughs> oh, you know I'm just the LeBron James. <laughs> Not really. That'd and be Mike like, is the Alex Caruso. <clears throat> that'd be like that'd be like me taking my talents. Scrappy, balding, <laughs> refusing to let go. It's surprisingly good. Be like taking my talents to a different podcast to win some Oscars or Emmys or whatever they do. And then uh, come back home for a little victory tour. And now I'm just uh big time in it. Uh, selling my probably crappy movie. Whoa. <laughs> what are you going to sit there and tell me that you have high expectations for space jam? Space 2? jam two looks terrible. Uh, it has Don Cheadle in it. It's got Don Cheadle, Damian Lillard and clay Thompson. I'm like, that movie's going to suck. Lillard is going to carry that movie just like you carried that podcast. <laughs> hey, <-o. laughs> Come on. He's a robot. Yeah, they're all robots. I don't think so. I think one's like a fire, uh, fire deity or something like that. And then you a also fire deity. Yeah. And then one's like a water god and some. And then I think Diana Taurasi. And Dame maybe, is the time lord. Is that what he is? <laughs> yes. He's got a clock on his arm. So we're you're telling me we went from Space Jam 1. Where it was aliens and and and, and cartoons and cartoon cartoon, cartoon aliens. aliens who suck the power away from star NBA players and Bill Bradley and <laughs> and Bill Bradley and inserted into themselves by a, touching a ball. What a shot at Bill Bradley! <laughs> we went from that, which was a glorious movie, to you the fire lead, deities, water gods, time lords, and some, robots. Some sort of snake monster Diana Trossi is, and they did her dirty in that. They probably bifurcated some Bill Murray, too. They probably just pooped all over his legacy. <laughs> is Larry Bird in the movie again? You know, Bill Murray is the star of that movie. Um, Ooh, is he the star of that movie? Well, no, Michael Jordan is the star of that movie. Okay, I'm not asking you literally. Bugs I'm Bunny would be number two. <laughs> Figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always forget the name of the actor. Who is the... The uh, oh Wayne Knight right the, the oh, round yeah. fat guy yeah he's Newman. the star of the, he's the star of that movie he is pretty good in that flick too <laughs> yeah is there is there Michael is, Michael Michael <laughs> he's like huffing and puffing yeah is there a Wayne Knight or a Bill Murray in this movie probably not comic relief 
I mean, is 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 Dame or Clay or Tarasi's in the movie too? Is that what you said? Right. And Anthony Davis. And AD. Well, is it really them though, or just their like monster esque selves? Well, I think it's their voices, right? I don't even know. Oh, we're getting this text. Danny DeVito was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah that true. is true. He was the voice. Of, he was the um, voice of the bad guy. I forget what they are called. Not the monsters, but they, uh, his name. Yeah, he has a name they had a, character. They had a name of yeah. the alien race. Yeah. You want to know how I knew this movie was going to be really terrible? When ESPN already had a thirty for thirty ready of the goat and the bunny, the goat and the rabbit. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, they have like the, a, the promo commercial for yeah, it. It's like an E60 or a 33, and Richard Jefferson is there, and he's like, Mr. Swackhammer. He's like, you can't, you can't imagine. Once again, everyone's against LeBron James, and this time, his kid's on the line. And he's like super serious about it. And you're like, what? Yeah. And, I remember but, for, and the 30 for 30 has Bugs Bunny as a character. Like, they're it's chronically a, It's Bugs a promo. Bunny? It's not an actual 30 for 30. Oh, it's just like okay. a commercial for Yeah, You made it Space sound like it was a real thing they were doing. Well, that's, what's, that's what they made it sound like. If it's an April Fool's, okay, you got me. Shocker, I didn't put it beneath ESPN to do a 30 for 30 <laughs> on a cartoon and LeBron James. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Never make a sequel of a classic movie. Like the classic movie, like especially this far removed, you're not you're gonna do nothing but damage to that movie. Uh, I will say that I think LeBron probably has better acting chops than Michael Jordan, though. Probably, Michael Jordan wasn't bad in that. Michael no. Jordan hosted SNL. Did LeBron host SNL? Oh, actually, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> probably. My bad. My bad. Uh, let me tell you, is is this movie gonna be better than this supporting cast? Wayne Knight, Bill Murray, and then here are your players. Larry Bird, Bill Murray, or sorry, I already said that. Larry Bird. <laughs> Technically, he does play. Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, Sean Brady, Bradley, Del Harris, Vladi Divac. Oh, did and I say Bill Bradley? Sorry. You guys were saying Bill Bradley. Sorry, sorry. Sean Bradley. Off. I was confused. I was like, who is Bill Bradley? My bad. Bill Bradley did run for president and played for the Knicks, or ran for vice president and did play for the Knicks in the 70s. My bad. And some dude named Ahmad Rashad. Hmm. Right, because remember him and Mike are like besties. He's they, not really in the movie that much. Though, are they still he? besties? I don't remember a modern shot of that movie at all. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. I yeah, remember that's what I'm G- saying. I don't remember him. Is he in like just like one scene early on? Is he in the golf tournament or something? I remember Jim Rome being in it. Yep. Yes, he was. Oh, funny. Jim Rome's not on this list because it says top cast. <laughs> <laughs> Shots Check. fired. That Check is, that. That is a shot fired that I don't think anybody cares about me Listen, firing clones. that shot. Uh, let's Just see here. It. Let's see here. Crinkle up some paper. Danny on. Ainge. Uh, Dan Castellaneta. Danny Ainge. Yeah, he, it's when, uh, <clears> Barkley, <throat> when Barkley gets his powers taken, Danny Ainge is on the court, like trying to hype him up. Like, come on, man, get it together. He's, oh. he's briefly in it. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dan Castellaneta, who I believe is Homer Simpson. Okay. Charles Oakley. Mm-hmm. They did have other players who were trying to help the players who were losing their powers. Ooh, Billy West is the voice of Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. That's pretty dope because he is Fry on uh, Futurama. Oh, I didn't know that. D. Bradley Baker was Daffy Duck, the Tasmanian Devil. He plays all the clones in Clone Wars. D. Bradley Baker does many, many. Knowledge on Patrick Harris. Well, D. Bradley Baker is known for doing like a lot of cartoon yep. animal voices <clears throat> and like basically every cartoon show ever it seems like there's the new star wars show on uh, disney plus called the bad batch 
and it and it goes through the cast at the end and says D Bradley Baker as the Bad Batch because they're all altered clones of Django Fett, so and he's the voice of the clones in the Clone Wars. So all of them. So he does all of them and has different voices for all of them. It's really <laughs> rad. That's pretty amazing. He's extremely talented. And then yes, Danny DeVito as Swackhammer. Mm-hmm. There you go. I do remember that. Very you can't tell me. Voice. You can't tell me the new one's going to be better. It won't be. Now, some people will tell you Space Jam is terrible, and those people are idiots because the original Space Jam is a classic, and I will hear nothing else. Yes, the new one is, a, or the old one is a classic. Now, let me see here. Top cast here. Here we go. Here this texter just said, please never, ever call Space Jam a classic. No, I will continue to because it was. Yeah, Space Jam's great. Wait, wait. I, think, I think it is a massive who's, generational divide on that movie. Who's, who's hating? I think older people don't like that movie because they mm. were... What when did that come out? 97? 96. 96. I was I was 7 years old when that movie came out. Yeah. And you were what? 11. 11? And Joe, you were 4? 5, 6, something like that. You were only 1 year younger than me. I'm 32 now. Um I don't remember then. Okay. You were young. That's like in our wheelhouse. We were kids. And this is Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes. <laughs> it's like the perfect match of a movie. So classic. I've got a pretty big beef looking at this cast list. Classic. I have I have I have nothing against Diana Taurasi. I like her. I think she's, you know, gonna go down as a top fifty basketball player of all time. Legend. Her nickname, she plays herself, and then her enemy character is White Mamba. I believe that name is saved for the one and only Brian Scalabrini. Yeah, that's yeah, that is hundred percent true. Did she does she use that nickname? Uh IRL? I, I don't think so. I mean, well, Anthony Davis is the brow, which is his real nickname. Damien is Kronos. Okay, so Clay is Wet Fire. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I'm out on this. Wet I, fire. I love Clay Thompson more than anything. Wet Fire, and I don't uh, know. Just call him. I don't know. A little wet Fire. Can Fire even be? Wet? We need one more nickname, guys. Yeah, there's a bunch of actors playing a bunch of people whose last name are James, so I'm assuming they're related to uh, his family. Yeah. yeah. The person who plays young LeBron James doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. Loser. Um, excuse me. This is the one name that you need to hear that you know it's going to be a classic. Ernie Johnson. Ernie Johnson's in the flick. That is correct. Fantastic. He is the game announcer. Gabrielle Iglesias will be Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> okay. He's uh, the comedian, right? He is the comedian, yes. Zendaya, Lola Bunny. Oh, oh. God. Mike just uh, his pants got tight over just the words Lola Bunny. <laughs> I did I, enjoy I Lola Bunny tell if it was, as a seven year old. Couldn't tell Ooh, if it was didn't. Lola Bunny or Zendaya. Uh, Draymond Green in the flick, future Portland Trailblazer. What is his name? Uh, or his, is he not a monster? His name is Draymond Green. Oh, okay, so he's not going to be a villain role or whatever they're, they're Apparently calling. Apparently not. Him. July Rose plays NBA player's girlfriend, uncredited. <laughs> uncredited. <laughs> behind the scenes fluffer <laughs> july rose is the name uh i don't know how to pronounce this i've never seen this oh yeah it's probably july j-u-l-y-a-h <laughs> joe can't handle it he lost me on that <laughs> hold on anyway anyway that's space jam too it wow, sounds we spent, just we spent way too much time on that i know i just looked at the <laughs> clock and was like oh god she is a model julia rose i imagine is how julia you it. there you go julia uh she is quite Ooh, she's a hot Model Julia Rose. She's from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Is that close to you, Mike? It is. It's also a terrible place. Oh. 
But it was that's why she, that's why she plays the fluffer in that <laughs> Space Jam. <channel. laughs> He's kind of got a windsock thing going on here. We call her in. I need a little help. A little help. <laughs> Cameras aren't rolling. I promise. Just everyone's cell phone footage. Oakley, okay. Oakley. Well, we got a baseball show lined up for you tonight. I promise. I promise. There's a lot to get to. There's. Uh, uh, Trevor Bauer sounds like a bad dude. Josh Donaldson is a bad dude. Kyle Schwarber is a super bad dude. Uh, and Shohei Otani is, well, Shohei Otani. Max Scherzer wants to fight old guys, or do old guys want to fight Max Scherzer? I haven't quite decided yet. Is Max Scherzer also Max Scherzer? Yes, this is also a question. He might be a robot. He's got different color eyes. Is he in Space Jam A New Legacy? (laughs) And dudes taking their pants off. You can find us on social media. Mike's on Twitter at MikeLynch27. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, pdiddy085. Joseph Fisher III is on Twitter as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. 503-250-1080. That's the fan text line. Let you interact with this show throughout our entire time here up until 9 o'clock. If we like it, we'll read it on the air. When we come back, boy, I don't even know where to start. I think we start with... Uh, the first instances of crackdown on foreign substances by pitchers. This is the Hot Corner and Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. This texter just texted in, why does everyone cr- always crap on Jim Rome? Just listen to Jim Rome. He craps on himself. That's, not even, a, sh- that's not even a hot take. Like, I'm not even, like, cool. Maybe, maybe that's Jim Rome texting us, and he's like, hey, man. You can, at, you can at me if you want, but, I mean, I, I, I think everyone's just going to be like, yeah, yeah, all right. Um, In breaking news. Hold uh, on. Why is the Tigers... Indians game in the first inning at 7.20 p.m. Pacific time. The game got postponed yesterday, so it oh, could it's a be doubleheader. two of a doubleheader. Oh, okay. And it also said, yeah, uh, yeah, and it could have been crappy weather in Cleveland today. Possible. Yankees are in a rain delay again. So, uh, In breaking news, Mississippi State wins the College World Series, and that's the most I'm going to talk about college baseball for the year. Although what I did see is that soon-to-be MLB starting pitcher Kumar Rocker got lit in the game. Oh. But, like, as you, but as you would say, like got lit, like it's lit. Or, well, he might have done that too, but he also got hit hard. Huh. So he gave up a lot of runs. And stuff. He gave up, I think, five runs in four innings or something like that. But as Patrick would say, yeah, but they're playing with metal bats. Yeah, do they still use metal bats? <laughs> yeah. I got, I got this idea. Ping. Let's set. Let's let's play the same game everybody else plays, and while teaching them to be professionals. We're gonna cha- we're gonna just tweak this one little massive rule, and I'm done. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> well, I mean, you got into it before. Yeah, that's old news. I'd rather talk about NBA players' girlfriend. This woman named Pam Riddle, <laughs> in parentheses, uncredited. uncredited. This woman named Pam with two M's, Riddle, also plays White Walker, Pam, uncredited. Like White Walker in Game of Thrones? Yeah, she because... She says her character is White Walker. Yeah, uh, in the movie, I'm pretty sure they're, like, in the Warner Brothers universe, so there's a lot of um, Warner Brother characters, like, like courtside in the oh game. Oh, my God. Did you so not know this? it's just going to be... No, I, I, 
I try if I'm excited about seeing a movie, and I am excited to see Space Jam 2, even though I think it'll be bad. I try not to consume too many details. I like to be surprised. Yeah. Same thing with like if a band I like is putting out a new album, I try not to listen to their preview songs because it's it, it ruins kind of the whole experience. It's hard to do if you like the band. Like I completely failed at that with my favorite band released a preview song like a week ago. Oh, I listened to it, but I try not to. It's the same thing. I don't know anything about the movie. But yeah, there's like uh, basically as as many properties they could fit under the Warner Brothers umbrella into this movie they did. Like the Iron Giants in it at some point and. King yeah, there's, there's three people credited, according to IMDb, as Warboy. Two of them, Warboy is two words. One of them, Warboy is one word. Okay, don't know what that is. Um, There's also a person named Derek Gilbert plays, quote, basketball player. Why didn't you get one of those um <laughs> basketball players to play basketball player? Well, because you needed him to play basketball player. Because Draymond was busy being Draymond? Yes. All right. And Clay was busy being wet fire. Wet fire. Oh, my God. It's like the worst Splash Brothers from Deep analogy I've ever heard. Yes. Clay's on fire, and the Splash Brothers are really killing it tonight. You know what? Might as well start calling him Wet Fire. Thanks, Mike Breen. Do you think Clay Thompson chose that nickname for himself? No. Only one idiot chooses a nickname for himself. Are you sure? Clay did not call himself Wet Fire. Maybe he was there, and they were storyboarding, and they were like, man, Clay, what do you want your villain name to be or whatever it is, your robot name? <sighs> wet fire anthony davis what do you think your nickname should be i'm gonna go with the brow they're like you already have that what else i don't know the brow's pretty good <laughs> have you seen it have you seen it it's not fake it's here, real i don't shave it let me readjust it here <laughs> dame is chronos i mean that's cool i guess except you know so this guy's a basketball player not- but i can't pronounce his name neka ogomike uh yeah she's the player from notre dame Okay. Um, she she I don't is know what it. NBA WNBA team she's on now. She's in it. Her name is Arachneka. Okay, so she's a spider then. Careful there. Um very careful there. Annunciation. It's right here. Reading things phonetically. And Diana Tarasi, white mamba. Mm. And Randy Mims, barbershop customer. <laughs> I like how you're just on IMDB reading through all of these. Well, yeah, it's this, this is terrible. <laughs> barbershop customer. Give these guys names. Zendaya plays L- Lola Bunny. Yeah. But uh, there's this other woman that plays like every other woman oh. in the thing. <laughs> every other female Tress character. Tress McNeil plays Penelope Pussycat, Wilma Flintstone, Dot Warner. This woman looks familiar. How do I know her? And she went to Stanford. Oh, she's she's uh, she's Agnes Krabappel from The Simpsons. How do you know all these voice actors? And, uh, well, and actresses. Well, to be honest, I just clicked on her name. Yeah, but you said this woman looks <clears throat> familiar. Why on earth would you know that? Well, then I found out that she also plays mom on Futurama, so that's probably it. How do you know these things? Well, because sometimes when I'm sitting in bed and watching cartoons and I recognize a voice, I'm like, I'm like, I recognize that voice. How do I know that voice? And then you go on to a, a vortex of searching for Yeah, it? it's like John DiMaggio plays uh, Bender, and he's also uh, the funny little dog on Adventure Time. Mm. Yeah, is he just... also the son of Joe? <laughs> no, I wish. Mm. Uh, but yeah, my rabbit hole is uh, animated voice actors on IMDb. Yeah, that's one thing I know nothing about. If you are an animated voice actor, I don't know your name. Yeah. And I probably don't know you because you do so many different voices that you're different in everyone. Billy West is my guy. Cool. And Dee Bradley Baker, duh. And apparently mom. Angela, <laughs> what's her face? Tress McNeil. There you go. <laughs> nice try. Don't you badmouth Tress? 
It's my girl. I badmouth Angela, <laughs> who's not real. 503-250-1080. Patrick Harris, you are you, and Jim Rome is who? Less, m- more, less unfamous than me? More annoying than me? Less unfamous? Less unfamous. So double negative, so more famous. Well, yeah, but I mean, oh, that famous. Face, total I facial. I don't know if he's that <laughs> famous. He likes the ponies. That's somebody else, by the way. Not the first texter talking about Jim Rome. Huh? There we go. Lots of Jim Rome fans. Yeah. Oh, there's a documentary called I Know That Voice, made by DiMaggio, about voice acting. There you go. That's cool. Yep. All right. Well, that wasted that. <laughs> and uh, here we are. I'm like playing with these MOB PDX coasters. And uh, yeah, and that's We it. haven't talked baseball yet, and it's been nope. 30 minutes. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. You want to just talk about Josh Donaldson for a long time? If you want to. You're the host of this dog and pony show. Balls on that guy. All right. I do want to get into this. <laughs> like I said, we got old men trying to fight younger dudes, younger dudes trying to fight old men, and a lot of dudes with their pants down. Major League Baseball <laughs> trying to stop cheating, but also enforce. I, I don't know. Major League Baseball's idiots. More on baseball when we get back, but first, there's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. So it's been quite the interesting few days since Major League Baseball started checking people for banned substances. It's been a little over a week now, yeah? Yeah, what's your what's your favorite thing you've seen? Let's start this on a light note before we get into how dumb and stupid Major League Baseball is. And we're not even talking about the runner on second. Um, what was your favorite thing you saw over the past couple weeks? Oh, boy. Well, it's tough because there's the favorite of the crazy angry pitcher and then the favorite of like the lovable pitcher mm-hmm. Shohei Otani was joyful to watch when he got checked he mm-hmm. was like giggling and he laughed and he was very very kind and thankful also probably because he doesn't really speak English nor does he really understand it so I wonder if the ump walked up and he's just smiling he's like I have no idea what this guy's saying but here look at some stuff <laughs> I'll take off my clothes I think that was favorite part number one and number two was Max Scherzer versus Joe Girardi oh yeah uh, the John Boy breakdown of that was great you know how he posts the breakdown mm-hmm. videos of various things that are happening. And he did one for that, and it was really, really good. And he got so mad, and Girardi had him checked in the middle of an inning. And he just, and then Girardi wound up getting ejected because he wanted to go fight Kevin Long, who's his former hitting coach with the Yankees, <laughs> now the hitting coach with the Nationals. And he wanted to go fight him. And then the guys in the Nationals dugout were mocking Joe Girardi. <laughs> it was, there was so much depth to that. And that was. And then the next game, they were claiming Bryce Harper was cheating from all the hair gel in his hair. Did you oh, see that? Well, they, were, they were pretending, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, uh, it, that was, I think, the first or second day after they started enforcing it. So it was glorious. That was, those were my two favorite moments. Yeah. I really liked Sergio Romo dropping his pants yep. damn near to the ground. That one was pretty good. Um, and yeah, I, this Josh Donaldson thing that's going on right now against the White Sox, I'm kind of into, I wish the twins didn't suck as bad as they do. Well, secretly, I'm glad they suck as bad as they do. Um, but his hitting going deep off Giolito and saying it's not sticky anymore is pretty great. I'm really into that. And then Giolito in the post game press conference saying verbatim, well, I can't say verbatim cause he cursed, but 
he's an effing pest. Yeah. And, and who cares we won, bro? Said, Sounds like a cheater. Look at the win column and something along the lines of the Twins actually suck, so why are they talking? I think, though, I'm with you. My favorite part of this whole thing is not the feud between Max Scherzer and Joe Girardi. It's the reminder to myself that Max Scherzer is a massive psychopath and do not mess with that future Hall of Famer. Is he a psychopath all the time or only when he's starting? Only when he's starting because he seems like a fun, nice guy. But there was I don't actually know, so that's why I'm asking. There was something about him. He was so mad. So, like, he almost had that, like, I'm guilty, so I'm mad look to him. But after a while, you realized, oh, I don't think he's guilty. He's just really, really mad. The walk-off stare down of Joe Girardi was a little intense. Yeah, the the first he's one. standing there with his hat and his glove like, come on, bro. The first one was he was annoyed, but he was like, okay, I get it. This is how it's going to go. Everybody's going through it. And he he had that face, and he was just like, all right, here's my glove. Here's my hat. Unbuckled the belt. The second one, I think, was almost just an inning later. And that's when he was, like, exasperated. He was walking off the dugout or walking off the mound to the dugout, and he was exasperated. He was like, oh, my God, again? Okay. And then the third one was when they did it middle of the inning mm-hmm. because he was rubbing his hair. He, yeah, he, like, touched his hat or something, and Girardi said, go check him. He never touches his no, hat. No, it was he, he was rubbing his hand through his hair. Mm. And uh, Girardi, one, he's like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen him rub his hand through his hair before. <laughs> like, you watch video, you got, like, a book on <laughs> Max Scherzer's hand movements. And as, as Scherzer is walking off, he's yelling at the dugout, I just got sweat. I just got sweat. That's it. It's just sweat. And he was, he like threw his hat on the ground. He threw his glove on the ground. Uh, It was, it was pretty contentious, but as a neutral observer, I really found it enjoyable. Cut to Joe Girardi. You want to go? You want to go? That's what I keep seeing him say. He's like, you want to go? Yeah. I was like, Joe, you don't want to go, man. That guy's got two different colored eyes. He will work you. In the John Boy recap, he did a zoom in of the umpire, like touching Max Scherzer's hair. (laughs) And John Boy goes, well, I guess that's the umpire's job now is touching thinning hair. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, is there anything that we haven't mentioned that you liked over the weekend? I don't think Joe's listening. Not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Let's... I've heard Joe said like 20 times in the last five minutes, so I don't know. I figured I was like, all right, I can check out at this point. They keep talking about Girardi. Oh. So. Sorry. Was there anything other than what we mentioned that you enjoyed on a comical enlightening moment of uh this crackdown on foreign substance no i think you uh you hit them all on the nose there i, I mean, wanted that, to see a fight i wanted to see a fight yeah that uh the sergio romo one was uh probably the most you know that was the funniest one he to me. dropped round just, just pulled his pants down he yeah. dropped round <laughs> and i like how he's he, like i throw 85 miles an hour what do you want i've been in me? the league for 20 years man i'm tired <laughs> I mean, you know also, how many sliders I throw? That's my only pitch. That's all I got. Let, let's be real. Are we at all shocked that the Mariners, of course, were the first team to have a player suspended for the sticky substance? Yeah. Am I, I shocked? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm assuming we'll talk about that, too. There is something very weird about what's going on. With yeah, that I, I guess what I would say is what I'm. Yeah, I do want to get in that in a minute. I'm I'm I'm. Less shocked that Major League Baseball handled it so poorly. But what I loved, just to finish up, and then I do want to get into that. What I loved about Sergio Romo is he looks 
agitated. Like he looks, he looks frustrated. Mm-hmm. Not full on Scherzer pissed off, but he looks frustrated. Drops his glove, drops his hat, pulls out his jersey, starts unbuckling his belt, strips the belt off, drops his pants to the ground, and the ump is just laughing. The ump is just like, I know you're not taking this out on me. You're making a statement. When you're done, I'll look at your stuff. <laughs> Maybe that's the way you go. Maybe Sergio Romo is cheating, and he does have it on the belt, and he's like, if I slam it on the ground fast enough, maybe the grass will wipe all the juice off. <laughs> that's the disgusting way to put it, but yeah, maybe. Maybe. Say, that's what she said. <laughs> you never know. I did. I Remember we talked about this when it first happened, and, and I think I said one of two things will happen. A ton of people will get popped immediately for it, mm-hmm. or everybody will know it's coming and nobody will be using and nobody will get popped, but you'll see a difference because all of a sudden they're not pitching with sticky stuff. Hi, my name's Garrett Cole. The latter happened, by the way. Yes, the latter did happen. All right, let's let's get into a little Except more. Except for Hector Santiago. Let's get into a little more serious. There was there was a a gotcha. One player in Major League Baseball was busted for using a foreign substance. We'll walk you through that whole situation, how Major League Baseball went about it, and how suspension came down. And we'll walk you through all that because that is the precedent, in theory, for what is to come should you be caught with a foreign substance. We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. How come I can't answer his prime? Still getting better after all this time. Need to say that they kill it, they lying. Only thing I see him killing is high. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Never pet a rat, never said a lot. Only what need to be said. Got a little guap when you get a lot. Wanna play you on red. Don't push me, I get my feet on the ledge. This game is like 746 Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We're live from the poop filled Willow Meadow. I know this song, Joe. Is that new J. Cole? Oh, okay. I have the album. Good album. J. Cole, someone I never got into, but everyone speaks highly of. Very good lyricist, yes. yes. Very, very good. One of, uh, one of my top fives. Yeah. Yeah, one maybe, of my top fives. Too. Maybe even top three. How are the beats, though? Oh, he he makes a lot of them himself. Um, it's that's hit, great. The beats are hit or miss for me. Some of his beats are like, like that beat wasn't that exciting. Some beats of his are really simple. Okay, which is which I think, I'm okay with. Which is I think a way for him to kind of highlight the lyrics. His first big album was Born Sinner. The beats on that were really good. Okay, but they were also more that those songs were more like pop heavy. Okay, and the later albums have been a lot more lyric heavy, and the beats have been a lot simpler. Should I start with Born Sinner just to? Uh... Dude, some of his mixtapes back in the day were really good too, when mixtapes were a thing. I don't. Yeah, I, did I miss mixtapes. I did not listen to those. All right, so I would sh- say. I mean, should yeah. I start at the first one? Sure. Feel a little pop out and then get some. Yeah, get some I real think, artistry he's got in some there. Some really catchy, good songs <clears throat> in there with good lyrics, but okay. you know, just a little bit more up mainstream alley. And then he kind of went his own way. Very good rapper. What does that mean? Like he stopped trying to make music for mainstream and just did what he wanted. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say then he, you know. Yeah, he's got Killed a puppy dogs or something. He he's got a song that was literally like made for radio, um, and then I think on the next album he had a he has a song called "Let Nas Down" that yes. talks about how Nas told him like, "Dude, you kind of sold out yep. on that song." Ooh. That's on Born Center. Ooh, and, let Nas down. You know, so he's very you know self aware in that sense Ooh. that you know yeah. he doesn't like to make the pop hits anymore after what that happened. What happened? Nas there, called so. him out, and he took it in the constructive way instead yeah. of putting out a song that was like, you know what, Nas, you're overrated. Yep. And then disappear into the never never land. It's a right. good song too. It's one of my <clears throat> favorites on that album, actually. All right, cool. Well, I'll check out some J Cole. I'm going out of town. 
for the next few days. By the way, I will not be here next week, so you get a Lynch and Fisher edition. Okay. Um, and I will, uh, I'll check out a little J. Cole while I'm gone. Do it. All right. Uh, Major League Baseball had their first suspension doled out for a pitcher using foreign substance. Hector Santiago was tossed from a Seattle White Sox game. Sorry. Seattle Mariners Chicago White Sox game. That'd be funny if they were the Seattle White Sox. A new franchise is um, born. Uh, the other day, what was that? Sunday, I believe it was. Sunday came out. He, The umpire went to check him in the fifth. Seemed like a routine. Didn't seem like anybody... Larusa probably didn't wasn't awake at the time, so he probably didn't ask for it. Huh? What's going on? Huh? <laughs> huh? Where are you going? Take me. No, no, no. He was wearing the Southside uniform hat sideways. <laughs> look, I'm hip. Look, kids. <laughs> Hi, relate. kids. Do you like violence? <laughs> How do you do, my fellow kids? Um, <laughs> and so they checked Hector Santiago and the umpire checking his glove um, as they check hats, gloves. Belts, pants, hoo-hahs, who knows. Um, checked his glove and determined there was a foreign substance on him and immediately tossed him from the game. Yep. Hector Santiago stood there kind of in surprise. Um, and service came. Scott Service came out. You got to be careful with these innuendos. Why is his last name got to be Service? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Service comes out, does his, you know, his argument. Uh, I've never seen an umpire change their mind and unthrow somebody out, but, you know, way to give it the old try. And uh, they took Hector Santiago's glove, put it in a trash bag. I love that it's a trash bag. <laughs> like, literally, they were like, can someone call the Astros and get us some trash bags over here? Because I don't know how to transport this thing. And they sent it back to Major League Baseball, who did not test it, but deemed that he had a foreign substance on it. And he received a 10-game suspension. Yeah, so... In with the, pay. With pay. Yes. In the report, they didn't say what the substance was, and the umpire wasn't made to say what the substance was. Correct. It was just the umpire found a substance. He was suspended. They sent us the glove. We didn't look at it. He was suspended. <laughs> and you're like, what? Wouldn't it behoove us to know what the substance was? Wouldn't it kind of allow us as as fans and maybe as the teams around to figure out was it spider tack? Yeah. Was it sunscreen? Was it something that maybe... Bardol? Yeah, Crisco? Any, anything? Just pine tar? A little jalapeno in your nose? <laughs> it's going to be a thing, isn't it? <laughs> You're trying really hard. You're trying really hard. Um, yeah, it, just, it was weird. I was like, why wouldn't you tell us? Well, and Why wouldn't you be transparent about this? And, and I want to stick with Hector Santiago here for a minute and then get to Major League Baseball. The interesting thing with Hector Santiago is I I, I watched his post-game uh, interview that, he, that he, he sat down with press and they asked him questions. And I'm not going to sit here and sound naive, you know, and be like, oh, athletes are truthful or athletes are always liars. But he said it was a mixture of rosin and sweat, which can create kind of a white, substance um which i think is the whole point of the the rosin bag yes. to give you some of that and it was interesting you know i'm not, i'm not the best judge of character but i like to think i got a pretty decent judge of character i believed him the way he talked i don't know if you watched it i did not see just it, the no. way he talked the way he held himself you could tell he was a little angry but you could also tell that he was conscious that if he got really upset it might make him look bad and so he kind of held it together, but you could see some frustration. I kind of believed him. 
And then as it transfers to Major League Baseball, who doesn't look at it but gives him a 10-game suspension? You know, if that's if that's Trevor Bauer, if that's Clayton Kershaw, if or that's they, Walker Bueller, are they going to hold that up? Or they did look at it and they just didn't tell us what they found. Yeah. It's, it almost, it's it, almost as if, if, if Santiago's telling the truth and it was just sweat and rosin, then is Major League Baseball trying to cover for an umpire's mistake? That's what I wonder. And the sad thing about this is, you know, I love listening to conspiracy theories. I don't believe any of them, but I find them quite comical, so I will always listen to them. But has Major League Baseball done anything in this whole situation to not to make you think they wouldn't back an umpire? Like, hey, what was on the glove? Doesn't matter. Umpire ten found games. it. Umpire yeah. found it 10 games. Well, then why are we sending the glove back to New York to be checked? I don't know. I don't know. That's a great point. <clears throat> and, yeah, I would think that they would try to protect the umpires in and, the situation, right? And I have no problem with Major League Baseball saying, you know, we trust our umps on the field. Our umps are trained in what to look for. These guys have been calling baseball, like, damn near their whole lives. If you want to – even the crappy ones and Angel Hernandez. If Major League Baseball wants to say, I trust you. If you think that's that's an illegal substance, we got your back. But if you're going to confiscate the glove, you're going to put it in a bag, and you're going to send it to New York, I either want dual authentication, <laughs> you know? Two-factor verification. Two-factor two verification, or I want to know what the substance was. And in this case, Major League Baseball, once again, looks terrible. They have no answer for any of those questions we just asked. It's got to go back because Major League Baseball has to test it. But we're not going to tell you anything, and we're just going to back the guy on the field. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing, so you said you believe him. and Yeah, I mean, I could totally be wrong. I, I didn't I didn't. I could see, totally be wrong. I didn't see the press conference. But who is Hector Santiago? Exactly. He Hector Santiago is a former starter for the Angels, correct? He used to be the one of the Angels starters. Yes. Am I, am I wrong? Mm-hmm. He is now in I the, think he was in Detroit too for a little bit. He is now in the Mariners bullpen. He's trying to hang on for dear life, right? right. That's he's, actually a solid bullpen too. He's trying to keep his job. He wants to stay a major league pitcher. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the exact guy that would risk this to keep his job? Yes. So maybe he's telling the truth, but that's the kind of guy that would do this even in the first week of getting checked because he's petrified of losing his job. Max Fair. Scherzer's not going to put stuff on his glove. Garrett Cole's not going to put stuff on his glove. Trevor Bauer, well, actually, I don't know. Trevor Bauer <laughs> might put stuff on his that glove guy's still crazy. As, a, as an FU to the league. But the top top guys in the league are not going to put stuff and, and risk getting their, uh, their reputation tarnished mm -hmm. by getting a suspension for it. Right. But the guys who barely are in the majors who have maybe made it because they were using the sticky stuff, maybe they had fallen into the minors and then someone was like, hey, use this and, and get you're you going to get up. more spin rate. <clears throat> that's the person who would do it. And that's Hector Santiago. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he did it. I have no idea. I have no idea if he's actually guilty. I have no idea if it was just sunscreen. I'm sorry, if it was just sweat and rosin. But he's not somebody that I would trust to to not do it. The counter argument that I would make, is he not the easy one to poster boy? Sure. That if Major League Baseball, if the ump, they, they, they call the ump and they say, hey, could it have been rosin and sweat? He says it's sweat and rosin. Ump says, that eh, could have been. Didn't seem like it to me, but yeah, it could have been. And Major League Baseball goes, all right, don't answer any more questions. 10-game suspension, you know? Because if it's just sweat and rosin on Justin Verlander's glove, you know, a lovable guy around the league, you think Major League Is Baseball— Is he really, though? Well, not anymore. 
trash cans and lying. Shohei Otani, lovable guy. Shohei Otani. How about Shohei Otani? He definitely even, wasn't using it today. Even though he got shelled. Um, Shohei Otani, lovable guy. Would Major League Baseball say, okay, sorry, Shohei, we got this wrong. We appreciate your cooperation. Here's the sad thing. They shouldn't, but they totally would. Because there's, I have no trust in Major League Baseball to do anything right at all anymore, ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I don't, wrong, I, don't, I don't trust the league. You're not you're not wrong. I don't trust the commissioner's office. You're not wrong. I do want to I do want to stick on this for one more second. When we come back, I want to I want to see I want to chat a little bit about its effects on Major League Baseball as a whole. I want to look at some batting some uh batting averages and just where we are in some pitcher spin rates and get a little nerdy. We'll get a little nerdy at the top of the top of the eight o'clock hour. This is the hot corner, 1080 the fan. Hey, it's Luke. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beauty Rest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 